Welcome to episode 26 of the Walk and Talk podcast. I'm Greg Johnson, and today is Sunday, May 31st, 2020. The topic for this episode will be similar to episode number 11, in which I was discussing the technology, process, and workflow that I use to create these podcasts. I want to periodically, as I make changes to my podcasting process and the audio production workflow, I want to comment on that for those who are interested, because that's often a common question. People might want to know how the podcast is created. So you can listen to episode 11 for my thoughts and notes up to that point. And for today's episode, I want to just add to that some changes that I've made since episode 11. So I'm continuing to use a jersey glove to cover my iPhone when I'm recording. This helps cut down on wind noise and the popping sound that you get with some words like the word popping when you're speaking too close to the microphone. And I've found that tends to work really well. Today is a moderately windy day. The wind kind of picks up and then uh, kind of quiets down again. But the Jersey Glove really helps with that. And in the first 10 episodes of the podcast, I was just recording straight through, not doing any editing at all, and using the Anchor podcasting app on my iPhone to do the recording. I thought it would be nice to have a super quick and easy streamlined approach to posting these podcasts. And that's certainly possible. But I found that I really like to have an archive on my computer of these podcasts. I don't want them to just be produced on a phone and residing in the cloud somewhere. I want to have a folder for each podcast, have the original files there. And I also found that doing a little bit of additional editing can really be helpful. So now the workflow is instead of just recording all the way through, I usually try to do it in one take, but instead of just recording all the way through, I will wait and do some editing at home before publishing the podcast. On some of these topics, I'm measuring my words and taking my time as I'm talking because partly I'm wanting to, almost as you would when you're writing an article, think about what the next words are going to be, in a sense. Uh, And of course, sometimes that can go pretty fluidly and quickly, but other times I want to be kind of thinking about the outline of what I'm about to say, which is not on paper, it only exists in my head. So anyway, I would have these pauses as I would be talking. And so in the past few episodes, you might notice that you don't hear those pauses. Well, that's because I went through using Audacity, which is this free audio editing software, and I would go through and take out everywhere you could hear me breathing in deeply or saying words like, um, and so I took that out and I took out the gaps between the words. So you end up with this really kind of fast paced 
presentation of information. Well, what I found is that if the podcast goes kind of long, which some of them seem to be doing, it's like 40 minutes to an hour, and I'm editing that, taking out the spaces between words, basically, it gets to be pretty time-consuming. It like turned into sort of an all-day project. So, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I'm trying to refine my process of recording in the same way that you might spend a lot of time on taking a photo because you don't want to spend a lot of time later trying to correct for problems that were made when you were taking the photo. Um, So the same idea is true here with the podcast. I'm trying to present it as if it were live, speak now, I'm going back to this process of speaking at at a quicker pace so I don't have to edit out those spaces and just think a little bit more quickly on my feet. So anyway, I wanted to explain that a little bit. And it was interesting. It was fun to go through and edit some of these podcasts more intensively before uploading them. It did produce kind of an interesting effect of just one word after the other. And in the same way as a person might be reading text on a page and looking for clues or whatever to a transition in thought, like going from one paragraph to another or one sentence to another, we look for those formatting and punctuation indicators to let us know that, okay, this is moving on to a new idea or thought. So I could use the pauses, as we kind of naturally would, to indicate a transition to another topic in what I was presenting. Because if a lot of information is being offered, then you want to do as much as you can to organize it and to make it easy for people to absorb and digest. So that's a little bit about the process of the speaking technique and the recording. I'm still using my iPhone 11 Pro Max to record the audio. I'm not using any special microphone. And that seems to be working pretty well. So basically, I just go out for these walks and what the significant change will be starting here with this episode is that I'm going to try to have as little as possible edited out. So right there, you heard a car driving by going over the railroad tracks. That's something else I've been trying to edit out. If I see a car approaching, I will stop talking and even, you know, try to remember where I was mid-sentence and then return to talking with the very next word in that sentence and just keep going, which is kind of fun to do. It's a fun technique to practice. And then when I'm editing the video, I can see visually the waveform, which is just the amplitude, the loudness of what I'm saying represented with these waves. And I can see where that moment is that the car is approaching because suddenly I see that I stopped talking. The waveform, the audio, uh, visually you can see it gets kind of flat. There's not much noise happening. And then a slow increase and a slow decrease. So you can quickly spot those moments in the video, uh, I'm sorry, in the audio, and edit them out.
Something else I was getting to be a little bit more particular about were the uh, things that I might have said incorrectly. So just earlier, I meant to say audio and I said video. I would be editing that out. This is just in the past few episodes. And while it's kind of fun because it produces this really clean end result, it really requires a lot of time with the editing and to get it to sound right because you don't want it to sound like the words are coming too abruptly. Something that's happened increasingly since the beginning of the podcast and even since episode 11 is that there is more and more activity going on. The podcast began at, at the sort of tail end of the pandemic and the stay-at-home uh, issues that were causing people to not be out as much. And there was less noise on the highway. There was less traffic you know, on the road near where this trail is. And so when I started the podcast, I thought, well, this is going to be perfect. Yeah, I can just go out for a walk every day and record these podcasts. Well, today is Sunday, so it is quiet. And the road that I'm walking along is really just heavily trafficked only on weekdays when people are parking in this area for work. So on the weekends, it does get rather quiet. But on weekdays, when I'm trying to record a podcast episode, it is a lot noisier. And so now, during those weekdays, especially in the mornings when I like to go for my walk, there will be buses, sometimes trains, helicopters from the hospital, lots of cars, traffic going by. So a lot of sort of distracting and not necessarily inspiring background noise. My preference really is to have the sound of birds in the background, and that I think is a nice backdrop to a podcast. So anyway, I've had to adapt to that a little bit. Editing out so many cars became time-consuming, and it was sort of disrupting to the flow of the podcast. Using the technique of putting spaces into the recording for allowing me to go back later to make some edits, that has been helpful, but it also makes a person kind of lazy. You just start talking with more gaps between your words and sentences. The editing is really easy when you do that because you can just basically find a spot where there's no sound or very little sound and splice it right there, edit it right there. And if you're talking quickly and all the words kind of run together, there's not really an easy place to go in there and, you know, cut between two words. So I want to keep refining and practicing that skill and that ability to just keep talking and simultaneously be sort of developing the outline of what I'm going to be saying in my mind as I'm talking without taking those breaks. Sometimes I get a little bit winded when I'm going up a hill and trying to talk at the same time. 
And so I try to slow down a little bit when that happens because that was something else I was noticing in the recordings was a lot of sort of loud exhales or inhales and it just kind of detracts from the recording. At least for me, once I started noticing it, I, I decided to take those out. And so I was going through and taking out anywhere. If I was going up a hill and breathing loud, I thought, oh, I'll take that out. Also, any coughing. But I'm going to try to reduce all those intensive edits to save on time and to go back to the sort of original format, which was to try to talk all the way through and present the information without much or any editing. That's going to save time, and it's also going to require that I be a bit more disciplined and skilled in recording these sessions. I think I will still try to edit out the louder or kind of more annoying background noises like lawnmowers or loud trucks. Particularly this time of year and considering that this trail goes along a golf course, it's hard not to have some of the lawnmower noises in the background. There's one running right now at a distance away. I'm at a point in the trail now where there are no lawnmowers or noises going on except you can hear the woodpecker in the background. But yeah, I, I want people to be able to enjoy the podcast and not have to listen to me talking over the noise of lawnmowers and loud trucks and motorcycles that are at full throttle, etc. Uh, we're starting to get some of that since it's summer. I find if I wait until after the morning rush, which happens, it really starts happening even as early as 5.30 or 6 a.m., the cars start pouring into this huge parking area. But then it intensifies up until like 7, 40, 8 o'clock for the people that are arriving late. And so there are a lot of noises from cars driving, but also noises of people uh, using their remote door lock. And then you'll hear horns honking and all of that. I tried to record with all of that background noise going on and edit it out, but that became a big task. So I think I'll try to do these recordings more around, say, 9 o'clock in the morning when there is less likelihood of the irritating background noises being an issue. Sometimes when I'm recording a podcast and I'm getting to what feels like the end of having exhausted everything I can say on a certain topic, I'll let the recorder go, again, to create that blank space in the audio, and then give some more thought to see if there's anything else that comes to mind that I'd want to talk about. I could press pause at that moment, and I probably could save some megabytes of file size by 
you know, letting the gap be like 20 or 30 seconds where it's definitely visible and then press pause. But that hasn't really been necessary. So I just kind of take a moment, walk, don't say anything, gather my thoughts. And if there are some additional ideas to add to the end, I go ahead and keep recording at that moment and share whatever additional thoughts there might be. Occasionally, I'll get home and think of something else that I really wanted to add to the recording. I might record an extra segment by standing on the deck outside, and that way I'll get some sound of birds chirping in the background. So it's kind of a a natural flow, and probably to the listener it doesn't sound like I've changed venues, but I've done that on a few occasions. And in the last podcast episode, I went to my makeshift recording booth, which is the walk-in closet, and recorded um, a few minutes to add to that podcast because there were just a few other things I wanted to add to it. And even then, as long as I'm using the same recording hardware and keeping the microphone at about the same distance, I was listening back over that podcast and you do notice the absence of the birds, but it doesn't sound a lot different. Uh, there, there isn't any acoustic signature. There's no sort of echo or sense of space. Um, you just hear the voice and being recorded at basically the same volume and the same microphone. So it really does kind of blend in. So that works out okay. There are some episodes that have required a list of items. And so in those, and that's just happened maybe two or three times, but I might look at my phone and have a brief outline there. But otherwise, I'm just kind of letting the presentation unfold, almost like a person might do if they were giving a public presentation and were not using an outline or a script or a written speech or a PowerPoint. And so I'm continuing to try to use that process effectively. But if there are future episodes that require me to provide like model numbers or specific dates or complicated spellings of things or whatever it might be um, to the listener, I probably will try to use some sort of outline or notes to read from to make sure I get all of that accurately conveyed. Something that has been a goal, and I've not quite achieved it yet, is to keep the podcasts short. Close to 20 minutes, that was the original goal. And so I'm going to try to work on that as well. It's difficult because some topics really seem to need a little bit more time than 20 minutes to cover them completely. But I guess in the same way that writers try to condense a topic down to a newspaper article, 20 minutes should be sufficient. And if people need more 
details, I can provide links to something or just summarize those points. I've been wanting to make sure that I'm choosing topics that seem to be something I could speak about for 20 minutes or more and choosing topics that I'm familiar enough with that I can compress what I know down into that period of time. I've tried to be flexible with myself with regard to how often I record these podcasts. There have been many days where I went out on my morning walk and recorded a podcast every day, every morning when I went out. And that's certainly doable, but I don't want to get into that position where recording the podcast becomes sort of a chore and where I'm having to exert a lot of effort to try to come up with a new topic. Because then I would not be necessarily talking about topics that I know a lot about or that I even really care about. My goal becomes simply producing one podcast a day. So I've taken days off and not felt bad about that. It's also been helpful when during those times that I was editing the podcast in a lot of detail and it was taking a lot of time, I felt like I needed to take a day off to catch up on other things. But if I can record these podcasts without those pauses between words and have as few edits and corrections needed as possible, then it makes it more possible to record daily. Well, that's just about everything significant that's changed in terms of the process of recording and producing the podcast. And I hope that you found this interesting. If you have additional questions about how the recordings are done or edited or uploaded and how the hosting works, I hope to cover that in a future podcast episode, and that's a topic that might lend itself well to a written article that provides step-by-step instructions. I appreciate all of the positive feedback, the people who subscribe to the podcast, all of the likes and the comments, and everyone who shares the podcast with others, and I look forward to sharing more with you again soon. Take care.